What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the podcast, I sat down with an amazing second-year agent. She actually was a part of the Hyperfast agent program before joining the Carrie Scholl team. And in her first year as a member of a mini-team with her partner, Nick Gashel, she sold nearly 40 homes. Welcome to the show, Elisa Stefano. Welcome to the show, Elisa. Thank How are you? Thank you. you. I'm good. Feeling oh. good. Lisa from TikTok. <laughs> Those are common, commonly uh, referred Otherwise, to as by no your fans, as, right? Yeah. Well, it's great to have you on the show. You've, of course, been on my TikTok a lot, you know, and, and we were just talking about this morning, like a, a bad video for us with, with you, and it's like 10, 15, 20,000. The good ones are in the million range. Yeah. A couple couple that got over four and five even six million was our record breaker yeah so we're, we're we going going for six million to beat on the next TikTok. but let's let's dive a little bit deeper today than our, our typical 15 20 second <laughs> TikTok clips uh give yeah. people a little bit about your background obviously for the people that have seen you on TikTok, they know the big numbers sales numbers you're putting up as a part of nick's team with yeah. us on the carrie shoal team but give us the background the quick and dirty How'd you get into real estate? Um, well, I grew up in Burke, Virginia, and I was a f- competitive figure skater for about 10 years prior to figure skating. I was a gymnast, and then I did some cheerleading in high school. And um, I started working with Remax executives in marketing, kind of just like on the back end, um, helping a real estate team produce brochures and marketing collateral and you know, answering the phones and things like that um, early on in my college years. And then... So like a college side hustle, like part-time job, yeah, I did it, Yeah, full-time. It was paid while I was going to school. And then also did some, like, you know, serving and working in a restaurant um, a little bit. And then um, I joined Hyperfast as the brand coordinator, worked with Hyperfast for a year, doing coaching and brand content and development, and then finally decided to get my real estate license. And so in November of 2020, I transitioned into the agent role finally. And that was always kind of the goal for me ever since I started with Remax, um, even going further back. I always knew I wanted to get into real estate because I always loved, you know, I think a home changes everything and the way you feel in a home is has a direct impact on you know your personality and who you are and so I've always been kind of interested in that aspect and interior design and so I was like eventually I'm going to get my real estate license it just took me kind of a few stepping stones to finally get there in 2020 I got my license and now two years in as an agent and I'm doing pretty good for myself I would say yeah your background is is unique because a lot of people just jump right in, which is fine, but you got experience helping one team out with marketing and then as a part of our Hyperfast Agent program, you got to see all of the coaching that we did for agents yeah. across the country and then you jumped into the Carrie Scholl team role and that training. Um, how did all of that give you an advantage when you started? Because you had a quick start. Yeah, I think <clears throat> definitely watching 
you know, with Remax, watching agents, how they go about their days, um, how CRMs work. I mean, I remember when I was with Remax, they were still using Top Producer. And, you know, a lot of people these days don't even know what Top Producer is. Um, so just kind of seeing... Is it still around? No, I don't <laughs> think so. Uh, just kind of seeing how people do different things and then getting in with Hyperfast, that was huge because not only was I working kind of side-by-side side the Carrie Scholl team, I was seeing agents from across the country, agents in Colorado, agents in Pennsylvania and Florida and North Carolina, like all over California, you know, all these different markets and all of these, these successful real estate agents running teams, generating more business, structuring their days. So just kind of being behind the scenes for so long and seeing so many different styles, um, I think that had a direct impact with how I've been successful, at least, because then transitioning to the agent role, it's kind of like I already know what I need to focus on. I know what to prioritize. And then just kind of getting that train chugging, um, I think that definitely helped me. Yeah, and it's it was cool to, to kind of see how the transition, you know, from being in the coaching program for you to yeah. the agent world, like how that really helped skyrocket your success at first. Um, and just f for anyone listening out there, if you're, you know, hearing these terms, hyper fast coaching program, and you want to learn more about it uh, and the training and events and the masterminds we do, you can go to hyperfastagent.com and check out our current offerings and events and coaching programs there. Again, that's hyperfastagent.com. Definitely check it out. It's truly a great, it's a great company. It's a great community to be a part of yeah we're actually taking a break right now from a mastermind going on in our office we've got like 25 agents from all over the country and uh you know team leaders and they came and brought their uh, director of operations or whoever was in that role uh with them and you know all these people are masterminding learning about their business and you know we're having a blast these couple of days so go to hyperfastagent.com you can find out more about our events, coaching, trainings, books, all that great stuff. Uh, so back to the, to the real estate journey you made. Uh, November 2020, you, know, you make the leap from helping with our coaching program, getting into real estate. What did that first year in real estate look like for you? Cause, you know, for most people, that's, that's like a tough time to jump in. Inventories are low. And, yeah. You know. I mean, I think, I think just... In the first year, I was able to double my salary, and we helped, you know, over 30, I don't know the exact number, to be honest with you, but we helped over 30 families find a home. You know, I got so much experience with, you know, your typical first-time home buyer to your $1.3 million buyer to your 1031 exchange investor, um, so that was it was huge. It was really enjoyable. I mean, every single day driving into the city, I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm so happy with where I am right now in my life. And I love my job. And I had never felt that I like truly, really loved my job until I finally made that switch. It's always good to love what you're doing and make a lot of money doing it. You know, you, I heard you doubled your salary, but yeah. you, you started off, uh, working with another experienced agent in our team, correct? Yeah, and that was also huge. So when I got my license, I was looking to join the team and kind of become an agent. Um, but 
with the Carrie Schultz team, we have these partner agent positions available. And so I thought, I know, I know that the first year in real estate can be really tough for new agents. And I was working amongst these agents that were qualifying for partners agents. So I started talking with Nick, my partner, and you know, we were both like, let's just do this. Let's try it out for a year. And so Nick, it was Nick and I every single day. I spend more time with Nick than I do with my <laughs> husband or my family. Um, and that also, I mean, that was massive to, to my success. And that, you know, if you're listening, that this is, uh, and maybe don't understand kind of what she's talking about, at the Carrie Scholl team, we have this system, we can talk a little bit more about it, yeah. where experienced agents who are going out and doing 30 deals or more a year, uh, we actually help them grow their business by connecting them with a partner agent on the team or hiring, or hiring a new partner agent. Sometimes they're new to the industry, sometimes they're agents that are just making a switch. Yeah. Um, and they kind of partner up as a team. And the goal is to go from like 30 deals to... 60 deals. To I was going to say 50, but yeah, 60, yeah. even better. <laughs> hey, hold that thought for a minute. Do you want to take your real estate business to the next level? If you do, there's no reason to go it alone. Learn from people who've been where you want to go. Carrie and I have sold billions of dollars in real estate. We've netted over seven figures for seven years in a row now. And we wanna see if you would be a good fit to work for us. We don't work with a lot of people, but we wanna give you a chance to get on a free strategy call to see if we can help you get your business to the next level. Go to hyperfastcoach.com and apply for your discovery session today. Again, that's hyperfastcoach.com. Well, that's the goal, right, is to double it every so, year. So we're helping agents grow their business um, and give them leadership, and mentorship kind of, opportunities. Yeah, I mean, then uh, you look at year, now we're in year two, and Nick and I have now added Calvin to our team. So now we're growing, and now our goal is even higher, and now we're a mini team. And now we're, you know, we're at the stage where we're like, okay, well, how can we do more business in order to get a fourth person on the team? And and we all work really well together. I love it because it's like you're always, you know, having somebody to bounce ideas off of or, you know, get advice from, especially if you're not familiar with the industry. It's like crucial to being successful because you have like that right hand man there with you all the time that A, if you're not experienced, you can learn from and B, you can bounce ideas off of. And What do you think you'll do? Uh with three of you on the team, what's what's your what's your little mini teams three three person uh, Our goal? Goals. Our goal this year is to do over seventy five. Seventy five deals. Mm-hmm. Over seventy five. Yeah, I mean it's a hundred. Our our goal is to hit a hundred, but we like to aim super high, so that. So seventy five is like the 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 base goal. Hundreds the stretch. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and how how are you going about? chasing such a big goal in a time when there seems to be fewer and fewer homes to sell? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, the market is quite an interesting thing. I mean, the pandemic kind of just turned the market inside out. And so it's very different now because the inventory is, I would say, it's, it's extremely tight. And interest rates are higher now than they were, you know, at the height of the pandemic. And so 
the biggest thing that we're doing is really just aggressive follow-up um, in every way, shape, and form. I was door knocking yesterday. I'm going door knocking again today. I'm prospecting. The, the door knocking was the goal of that to find to find inventory, to find sellers. Find sellers. So, yeah. Um, to get get more exposure you to our listings. Typically, have buyers wanting the type of house that you're knocking on. Yeah. I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, and just prospecting every day, following up with our clients that we've met with, touching base with our clients that we've previously sold homes with going to different like events just to network with other agents to see if they have any clients for because this year we've done a lot more listings so you know now it's like getting buyers for our listings and finding buyers for our listings not just finding houses for our buyers what what's the biggest challenge right now like when you're working with a buyer, they find the house that they want, but now they're in this weird environment where, you know, they don't have a ton of options. Their payments are going to be higher than they were in January or February because of the the jump from mortgage rates. And they, you know, they went from three and a half to almost five and a half. So yeah, almost like five point four, I think they are today. Yeah, so that's like a twenty five percent difference in the payment amount. What? You yeah, know, are, so, are mean, buyers lowering their budget or are they just paying more? Combination of that. We really set the expectation up front when we meet the clients. We ask them what they want their monthly payments to be. Mm-hmm. And then we go over the market and what the different interest rates and how that affects their monthly payments. Um, so the expectation is there that if we do find a house that's going to cost them more, then we kind of go back into what we call the circle of truth. Um, on the Carrie Scholl team, and we kind of weigh it against the other. What's the circle of truth? Explain that to people. Yeah, (laughs) so the circle of truth is kind of, it's like a conversation you would have with a buyer that maybe loves the house but doesn't love the area or doesn't love the area but loves the price. And basically the way we explain it is it's like um, there are four categories in the circle of truth. It's price point, location, home type, and home features. And those are the, th- the things that you can control when you're searching for a home. Mm. Um, and then we use the method of stacking and pecking, which is, you know, if you can get this, 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 and that in this house, don't you think that it would be, you would you would have more enjoyment and comfort here than having to maybe pay more and go somewhere else. Um, so it's kind of a combination of like the circle of truth and stacking versus pecking, but that's kind of the, the conversation that we're having with buyers. Um, when we find them something that might cost them a little bit more, or we find them something that it's the perfect price, it's the perfect location, but the house is really outdated and now they have to put extra money into renovations. So it's, it's a way to kind of have the conversation of these are the desires you, you have, you know, price range, location, home type features, uh, but this is what the market's saying. You know, which which of these things Can do we you change? want to adjust exactly to help find you something? Yeah, exactly. Or like, it, you know, this is what you want. This is the price. This is the features. This is the type of house you want. This is what the market looks like. So if we change price, this is what the market looks like. If we change location, well, this is what that market looks like. And it's just really giving them the reality. Um, right. of the market and, and saying, you know, he, this is the reality. What 
can you change or what would you like to change? Do you want to tackle price? Do you want to tackle, do you want to maybe trade in the single family house for an end unit condo? I mean, townhouse or condo. Um, so it's just kind of handling the conversation and, and the client and, and fulfilling and this is something you do up front, right? Yeah, yeah this is before we, we even go out searching for homes. Right. That way, if this situation does occur when we're at a home, we just bring it back full circle. Yeah, I, I think this is an important thing that a lot of real estate agents are afraid to do because, you know, I, th I think it, a lot of agents don't get enough leads, so they, they never want to, like, disappoint someone uh, and they, you know, and they don't want to, they don't want to tell them that what they want doesn't exist, that they have to adjust one of those yeah, four things like or a combination of them, afraid right? To say no, so. so I, I think it's, uh, you know, it's part of the training we do here at the Carrie Scholl team, uh, is, is to help people get practice at having these conversations, which maybe can be uncomfortable up front, but if you don't do it up front, you're, Wasting you know, time. You're wasting time, and, and you're not going to be able to show the buyer what what they want anyway, because it probably doesn't and exist. And you're risking your. And they're just going to get mad at you over time, yeah. right? So, and and then if you do tell them like down the line, they're going to be like, "Well, why didn't you tell me this exactly. up front?" Yeah. So I, I think this is all important. You know, this is one of many things that we we train our new agents on, and and uh, we have the team system as well, which is benefiting new agents, benefiting experienced agents that want to help grow their business to the next level. So if you're listening to this, you're interested in doing real estate in the Washington, D.C., Northern Virginia, Maryland areas, uh, go to carryshawcareers.com for more information on positions with us as you know, senior agent, junior agent, uh, agent. inside sales agent, yeah. marketing. Uh, we've got all the positions we're hiring for at carryshawcareers.com. It's a great team to be a part of. Hey, hold that thought. Do you want to get 100 tips for free from my best-selling real estate book, The Hyper Local, Hyper Fast Real Estate Agent? If you do, go to hyperfasttips.com and you can download 100 of my best tips today. Again, that's hyperfasttips.com. You can download 100 tips on how to grow your business, get more clients, deliver more value to more people. Go to hyperfasttips.com. Well, um, I, I think so. And I, you know, I think the numbers kind of yeah, speak I mean, for themselves. Our, our first year agents are typically hitting over six figures. Average experience agents are usually above 250K. So um, it's kind of cool that this team, this business has provided a lot of people um, new and, you know, uh, veterans of the industry, like this, this chance to come in and, and grow and make good incomes and help, help more buyers, help more sellers. Yeah, definitely. It's been life changing. What's, uh, what's been the most difficult part in the first year or so in this business for you? Mm. Well, my first year, I feel like I took the perspective of just like buckle down and hustle. Um, I just had a baby. Mm -hmm. So that's the most difficult thing that comes to mind right now is just balancing being a young mom, a new mom, and a real estate agent because this job is a lifestyle. So you're always working. Um, so like 
kind of trying to be as flexible as I can with my time has been the toughest thing. How, how does being on the team and the mini team help with that? My, my hunch, I'm a little, uh, I, 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 I guess, uh, biased in, in, in yeah. this, but my, my hunch is that being on the team and especially the mini team, uh, helps you get more of yeah. that. If I were by that myself, that balance of freedom because you, you have more people to rely on. Yeah, and if I was by myself, I wouldn't be able to take evening appointments or weekend showings when I don't necessarily have a nanny or a daycare where I can leave the baby. So, whereas last year I was like, buckle down, we would work 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. every single day. And now, you know, having to having a baby, having to pick her up from daycare, having to get dinner ready, you know what I mean? All of those things kind of threw a wedge in my schedule. And so being on a mini team where Nick and Calvin can kind of fill in for me when I'm not available still allows me to get that client and be able to help that client. Maybe I'm not there the first initial meeting, but then I'm, I'm there, you know, prior to that because Obviously, everybody's time is precious, and so if my schedule doesn't line up with the client's schedule, well, if I were by myself, I would just lose that that potential client. Well, it's it's cool to kind of see it working out in real life. You know, when Carrie and I designed this partnership mini-team system, the goal was for agents to, to come in and... and sell more homes, help more people, make more money and not lose all of their free time and you know still have time to to be with family and and friends and to do fun stuff. So it's it's cool to see it playing out with you. Yeah, and it's working too. Like Nick and I said initially the first year like we'll do it for a year. We'll see what happens and now we're a year two and I'm like I just want to keep this going. Like let's just keep like doing more together and see where it takes us. Well, this has been amazing to hear your story and, and, and to watch your journey and now share it with other people on the podcast. Before we wrap up, I always like to do a hyper fast round if you're ready for some yeah. rapid fire questions. Ready. All right, what's your biggest piece of advice to a new real estate agent? The fortunes and the follow up. Grant Cardone, baby. Oh, I like that one. What's a mistake you see experienced agents making? Not working with lower priced buyers kind of giving themselves a threshold, like I only want over $500,000. I'm not going to entertain somebody that's looking to buy a $350,000 condo. What's been the biggest challenge you've had in real estate or business, uh, and how did you overcome it, or, would, or what did you learn from it? Oh. Uh, time management is one of the most important things there is to being successful. I think just having, the, I'll go back to the baby, having the baby was, was pretty difficult and figuring out your time and managing that, um, that's probably been the most difficult thing and, and just you know, getting sharper with my time management, my schedule, my calendar has just allowed me to be more successful. When you're not selling homes or, or helping people find homes, uh, what are you doing for fun? Well, I like to stay active, um, so I'll go hiking, I like to dance, my husband is from Venezuela, so we'll go out dancing, um, go to wineries, hang out with friends, I like to cook, 
I like to spend a lot of time with my family. All right, last one. Where do you see yourself five years from now? In five years from now, I see myself in, still in Virginia, still with the Carrie Scholl team, making a ton of money, probably a couple more babies, <laughs> um, maybe like a vacation home and um, a larger mini team. All right. Well, thank you for being on the show today. No um, if people want to find you on social media or contact you to buy or sell a home in the D.C., Virginia area, Maryland area, yeah, I'm uh, on, how should they connect? Yeah, I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm more on your TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's at Elisa Stefano with three eyes in Elisa because I don't know. I guess there's other Elisa Stefanos in the world um, on LinkedIn pretty open book you can friend me dm me i think my accounts are honestly public so follow me all right look up alisa stefano follow her you can also see her a lot on my tiktok as <laughs> well and thank you for tuning in listening in today please do us a favor leave us some feedback or comments on this show and share it with other people that you think would benefit from seeing or watching we'll see you next time if you enjoyed this episode, be sure and go to hyperfastagent.com to learn about upcoming in-person and online events. And don't forget to share this show with someone that you think could benefit from hearing it and make sure you subscribe on YouTube or anywhere that you can find podcasts. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyperfat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyperfat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests and improve our shows. So give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time. Hey guys, thanks for sticking around to the end. I hope you enjoyed that video, and if you want to see more, click right here. And if you want 100 real estate tips from my best-selling book, click right here to download them instantly. And if you're new to this channel, click below to subscribe.